Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispy, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. This episode is brought to you by the Inspire Collection by Kalia. You shouldn't settle for just any old pair of leggings. You deserve something better, something designed with you in mind, like the new Inspire Leggings by Kalia. Their most versatile collection yet, made for any workout. They're lightweight, buttery soft, breathable, and made with lycra adaptive fiber, which molds to your body for a barely there supportive fit. It's perfect for wherever your wellness routine takes you. Shop the Inspire Collection by Kalia now, exclusively at Dick's Sporting Goods. Hello, and welcome to Memory Lane. I'm Jen Brister. And I'm Kerry Godleyman. Each week, we'll be taking a trip down memory lane with our very special guest as they bring in four photos from their lives to talk about. To check out the photos we'll be having a natter with them about, they're on the episode image and you can also see them a little bit more clearly on our Instagram page. So have a little look at Memory Lane Podcast. Come on, we can all be nosy together. I like the way your face has got very close to the screen i'm not doing i I feel that when we start these i'm always quite aggressive and go how are you jen start talking (laughs) so i'm just receiving now oh you're receiving but yeah i like the way when you're receiving you lean you lean forward to 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 receive like i'm prompting but you're visually prompting you to ask me an open question i know what you've done there is that you've leant forward your face is really close to the screen and your ear is towards me as if you're waiting without your ear you wouldn't hear me which we both know it's not true. You could ask me how I am, Jim. Okay, all right. Okay, now that I've been prompted, I do sometimes forget to ask you how you are. Uh, I thank you for bringing that up in such a public forum, Kerry. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm. I'm really concerned about you. I love you as my friend, and I would love to know yeah. how you are. How How are you? Well, I'm. I'm fine. Okay. I'm fine. Well, that was worth waiting for. I am going. I'm going to a festival this coming weekend. We've talked about festivals before, and I've got to get all my camping gear in order. Okay, that is quite a lot. And I, yeah, and I find that pre-camping, I'm quite a stressed person. Just, I'm a bit distracted by, you know, what I need, what bags are in what, what camping chairs are working, which ones are broken. Do I need to go to decathlon? Right, decathlon. And get anything? Is that what you call it, decathlon? What do you call it? Decathlon. Decathlon. <laughs> no, I don't call it decathlon. Because I just call it decathlon. Decathlon. Yeah, there you decathlon. go. Decathlon. 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 <laughs> oh my god. How do you say theatre? How does that get people take the piss out of me? How do I how say theatre? I theatre. 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 Yes. I don't say theatre. I can't even. I don't. People have always said I say it wrong, and I'm like, I don't even know what you're saying. <laughs> it's theatre. Yeah, theatre, yeah. Theatre. <laughs> okay, theatre, yeah. That's different. Okay. Also, are there things you say wrong? Are there things that I say that are wrong? Oh, surely, yeah. no doubt. I don't, but... Can we can we just, for the in the spirit of uh, equilibrium, cover some of that? I, I, I can't think... You'd have to tell me. You'd have to say why... Oh, um... No, but but okay. someone would have right. told you All over right. the years. Okay, so something I said uh, where I was humiliated in front of um, Chloe's cousins. Brilliant. There's... I'm already over the moon with this story. Okay, um... So there is a brand, I think it's a skate brand, and it's it's spelled S-T-U-S-S-Y. Yes, I know of it. How would you say it? Stussy. Okay, so I haven't called it Stussy ever. I've called it Stussy. Uh, okay. I said, oh, is that a Stussy t-shirt? And they went, what? I went, is that, oh, is that a Stussy? And was you trying to be cool? Oh, I mean, there's I'm too late for that. But I mean, if I was, this was the, this was the worst opener to, to, to demonstrate how not cool I am. Is that a, I said, is that a Stussy t-shirt? They said, what are you talking about? I went, they said, are you referring to Stussy? I went, oh, yeah, well, whatever, Stussy, Stussy. Went, they went, what did you call it? I went, <clears throat> Well, they went, no, what did you call it? I went, Stussy. And they went, Stussy? Stussy, Stussy, you knob. What have you been calling it Stussy? I went, I'm I'm older than you and can I have a little bit of respect? How did that go? Did it command the respect you required? No, I think somebody got me in a headlock. (laughs) I was so... You've been hanging out down the skate park. I was so... Saying saying to all the kids, love your Stussy top, guys. Lisa, (laughs) loving your Stussy top. (laughs) 
Loving you. Oh, that's really unfortunate. That it, I mean, mine's a camping brand, so I can get away with it. But yours, that's a skate brand. That's like cool stuff. Yeah, no, there's no, it's no there was no way to hide from that. I could have taken that to the grave. I've decided to share that. In, in the spirit of equilibrium, uh, Kerry, Good. and trying to create a balance in our relationship. Yeah. So it's not. You've shared. Because you, you've, you've shared a weakness. A weakness for a weakness. A, a weakness for a weakness. <laughs> what did you say? To Cathalot. Decathlon. 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 Do you know what? There's going to be people listening to this go, yeah, that's right. Decathlon. Decathlon. Yeah. I mean, not many people, but. Do you go to Decathlon? I do go to Decathlon. Decathlon. Isn't it lovely? Isn't it lovely? I was actually there today. I was in there today. Were you? Yes. (gasps) What did you get? Uh, Actually, I didn't get anything. I didn't buy anything. But I do like to go. How did you restrain yourself? Because I've got everything. Were you in the hunting men department? Oh, that's where I found myself the other week. In the hunting men no, department? No, I was in the women's golf department, just picking what are you out. Doing there? Oh, just picking out some fashion items, Kerry, uh, just to go to the next lesbian disco. Um. Well, I highly recommend you go into the hunting men or hunters men or men hunting. Anyway, it's the angling bit. Oh, is that all it is? It's not like. Pretty much. It's not like wrestling bears or. Uh, no, it's no. mostly angling. It's them hunting fish with hooks it's, on poles. Is is uh, fishing hunting? I suppose. Well, it apparently, is. it is according okay. to the catalog. I mean, anyway, you can get some lovely umbrellas and chairs. Which is obviously when you're hunting, that's one of the main things you need is a little chair to sit down on. <laughs> to rest. Oh, something to put my feet up on. They've got a bed. Um, they had a bed for the hunting men. I really feel like. I need to get into hunting. <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent. If there's beds and chairs, people are just sleeping by canals. It's the bags of maggots and the buckets of maggots. Yeah, I quite like all that because my dad did all that when I was a kid. So I used to go fishing with him and I liked all the maggots. I used to like going to the fish, the angling shop and looking at all the worms and maggots in the boxes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but not to touch them and pick them up. No, I didn't really get involved with them. Yeah, like you wouldn't run your hands through them. But I do like that world of paraphernalia. Like all, my dad made this box, which is right up my street, this sort of thing. He had this box that he'd made with all the drawers for all his lures and hooks and a cushion on front, on the top rather. And it was like just this little, and it had a handle. He'd attached a handle to, I love all that shit. Wait, what? He'd he'd made a a handle? Yeah, it had a a handle handle and drawers and a cushion and it was like his fishing box. But that's something very comforting when you're a child to see everything, all the compartments and everything put away in different places and then you can open it up and you you can like... But as an adult, yeah, I'm like, I've tapped out of all that. But when don't your boys have all their Lego in like those little miniature drawer things? Yeah, yeah, yeah. love all that, love all that. Compartments. I mean, I'm more into the collecting of knickknacks, like sewing. I don't really sew. But I quite like the idea of like all the little drawers and the, the needles thimbles and the thimbles and, the needles. and all the different coloured threads. The little threads. Yeah, I love and your little that. haberdashery box. We talked about my haberdashery box in the very first episode. Which we established so, wasn't yours. Okay, so not my haberdashery box, but we did talk about the, yeah, the existence yeah, of a haberdashery. That. You, I mean, Chloe loves all of that. She likes little things and putting things in things and boxes and boxes. And I just like to live Couldn't in complete chaos. Yeah, <laughs> I like to, I, I, if I know where anything is, it's an absolute miracle. Yeah. Did you read The Borrowers when you were a kid? No, I didn't. Is that about Ask those Chloe. little people? Little oh, people. Yeah. Ask Chloe if she did. I think I wonder if sometimes if that's why I like little things because of the borrowers. Dolls houses. Oh, I love dolls houses. Do you like going I to... I found th- one in the street once, like an old, like, retro one and bought oh, wow. it home. And the kids were like, what is that? <laughs> it's, it's disgusting. It's disgusting. It's like a dead doll died in... <laughs> I was like, no, children, let's make <laughs> curtains for it. Let's make <laughs> wallpaper. They were like, it's gross. Can we have a, can we have a Nintendo Switch? <laughs> Do you know what? The, wait, before your kids arrived, did you have this like kind of... <laughs> I like stories like that make me feel really good. But you have an idea in your head, you go, when my children arrive, yeah. we will we will bake Rustic gi- gingerbread cookies and we mm. will make I literally like yesterday yesterday uh I was with my one of my children and Chloe was with the other and uh I spent the whole time with my son and all he wanted to do was throw a bottle <laughs> Upside down, throw a bottle until it landed. <laughs> you know, it's got half full of water. That's keep quite throwing, a good game, actually. Keep throwing yeah. the bottle until it I lands. I know that game. Yeah? Okay. So anyway, we're playing this game. We're like, we've turned it into a competition. We've got rounds. 
I was like round 12. I've like literally questioning all of my life choices. And it's like, Mama, you're doing really well. I was like, I want to kill myself. Okay. Um, <laughs> and in my head, Chloe's up. So Chloe's got the other one. They're upstairs. And Sewing. she's got a little, she's made a little art studio up there. They're going to be yeah. paint. They're painting and all of that. And I, anyway, she came down. I was like, I'm oh, so jealous of you up there painting well I've been down here throwing a a bottle half full of water in the air for 45 minutes I said honestly it's just been a nightmare she was like oh no I had to talk him off a ledge because he painted a painting it wasn't perfect he ripped it to shreds he did another painting he it wasn't perfect he had a meltdown he threw him he he hid under the bed for uh, for 25 minutes I had to drag him out from under the bed and I was like oh do you know what I'd much rather flip a bottle for 45 minutes shall I give you a bit of advice I'm a bit further down the road yeah Uh, VR Do you know what? If my kids could have something like that touch their faces, uh, if, if there is any kind of a screen, they will literally put their heads in front of it. It doesn't matter what it is. It could be like literally yeah. a, just a, it could be an inanimate picture that doesn't move. <laughs> they will stare at it of an aubergine. They're like, yes, darling, that's an emoticon of an aubergine. Mama, can I look at the emoticon of the aubergine for 40 minutes? Sure. Or you could do something with your life. But anyway. <laughs> Or like chuck a bottle. Let's talk about our next uh, our, our guest for this week. So our guest this week is the brilliant, hilarious Paul McCaffrey. It, he's, 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 he's had a roller coaster ride. He's yeah. had his ups and he's had his downs and he's come through and he's, uh, I think he's quite, I think I, he'll hate me for saying this, but I actually thought it was a really inspirational chat that we had with Paul. Sincere. I just sound sarky. Here he is. Oh, here, he oh, fu- here, he here he fucking is. is. <laughs> All right, what are you doing? Stand up, comedian. Call you some sort of comedian. <laughs> okay, I'm braced for so a sarcastic intro. It's not sarky, this is just my voice. Okay. Um, so, we have stand-up comedian. Yep. Actor? C- loosely, yeah. Writer? Writer, if needed. Father? Father. Partner? Partner. Podcaster. Podcaster. Yes. So many hats. <laughs> I didn't realise this. <laughs> the wonderful Paul McCaffrey. Yeah. Oh, Paul. Welcome. Multifaceted. Yeah, we all have to be nice. I know, we do. So many what layers to you. There, aren't there just? <laughs> yeah, We're yeah. all Renaissance people now. We are. Paul, I haven't seen you for ages. What have you been no, doing? Uh, what have I been doing? That's Podcasting. a very good question. I've been podcasting. You, tell us about your podcast. Our podcast with Sean. Is, yeah, with Sean Walsh, I do a podcast called What's Upset You Now. <laughs> very on brand. Very on brand, yeah. And it's done very well. It's done all right, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's done really well. Yeah. Nice to see you and Sean bonding over something you hate, though, innit? I know. That's all we ever bond over, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how anyone bonds with yeah. Sean. That's comedy's made. Yeah, exactly. There's people being livid about something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, last time we saw you was at Glastonbury. Was at Glastonbury. There is a photo. We'll uh, come to that. Yeah, we'll come to we'll that. We'll save that. Because Keep that our was... powder dry on... Yeah, exactly. No, no pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. How... So, you are... We're the I'm same old age. school. Yeah. So I'm over the moon that you have bought your. I have gone analog in an for this. Thank you know, God. we've just been having what... a conversation before we started about the kind of new digital world in which we do. all live, and then I've turned up with an envelope with photographs. I'm in over it. the moon. Let's talk about the first picture. Which is your first so one. sorry, I sent over a few to the thing, but the first one here is just me on a motorbike. Um, yeah. Now that doesn't look. How old are you in that picture? I reckon. And why are you on a motorbike well, at that this age? Is the, there is a story here. So this is at my Uncle John's farm in Wales. Uh, my Uncle John was... I don't know. Gangster is probably a little bit strong, but he had his wide finger boy? a lot of pie. A wide boy, definitely. Owned racehorses, right. buildings. Everyone knew him. Um, and it was always very exciting. This is where we used to go on our family holidays when I was a kid. Uh, we used to park up our caravan in the grounds of his farm. And so it was very cool and I used to be very excited to go down there and spend holidays with him. Now, this motorbike is a Fantic 80. Do you remember Kickstart? Yeah, program? I yes. loved it. So that was on in the thing. This is the like bikes that they used to ride. What was the theme and tune for that? Do you remember? Now I've got the Red Hand Gang. I don't know why that's stuck in my And you were a fan of this program? I was a fan of this program. Right. And it was cool at the time. Now, my uncle used to get my cousin, Lee, one of these bikes every year. Bloody hell. And uh, we went on holiday in our caravan, and this is his old bike. And my Uncle John said, you can have that if you want. Oh and you're God. little. I'm How old li- are you? I don't know. You I don't reckon like, I must have been... No, I wasn't five there. I reckon I, was, I looked... I mean, I looked 
12 when I was 18. So <laughs> You look really cool. I'm young, but it, thank you. It looks like a photo shoot. Do you know what? It's aged well, the photo, hasn't yeah, it? it? Has. So it's got that sepia tone. I put that filter on all my pictures. Do you, I know, this is now, this is what you, you would put it on Instagram and it would spend ages trying to make it look like that. So this that is, is the 70s? Late 70s? No, this would have been the 80s. Right. Uh, so I was born in 74. I reckon, I reckon I'm probably like nine or ten. Now. Okay. There's no way you're ten in this I, picture, I, Paul. You, do, you don't look sorry, ten. lovely. You're seven or eight. You can't be ten. You're tiny. I was tiny, though. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, like I, I, I was tiny. You shouldn't be on that. Did something bad happen to a tiny child on his own motorbike? Oh. I'm really worried there was a horrible accident. You're going to tell us about? No, 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 it no, just no, no. Went well. All that happened here is so my uncle said that, that this is a moment. Did you ever have that thing? I don't know what your experience of school was like, but you were like, if I was just at a different school, this would all be playing out differently. <laughs> <laughs> Do, do, do you know what I mean? Like I would be, if I was at another school, I would be the king of this place. It's but the school. I'm not wrong. getting, the people are not getting me here. <laughs> do, do, do you know? And I feel like this photo, because, so my uncle was like, you, you, you can have that. But what were you going to do like, with it? Well, probably kill myself. <laughs> yeah. Which is my, my mum was like, there is no, no way, way he no. is having this motorbike. No of course way. not. So I'm like, if I'd have gone back home. With that. With this, the Your, frantic 80, this is, had a different life. My life would have, I wouldn't be sat here doing this podcast now, I'm sorry. Things would have, I would have been, you know, I don't know where I would have been. Like, probably six feet under is the true. But do you know what I'm like? So That's I'm your just, true self. So this is, this is like a sliding doors moment where we put this motorbike. I'm like, we can put it in the caravan. Yeah. We can get this we, home. We have the motorbike. I can take it yeah. to school every day. But there's something about the 80s where I remember um, we drove to Somerset to see, I don't know, one of my dad's distant family. And I can't even remember. And on the way back, we passed by a place where you could rent out little mini motorbikes for kids. Mm. And you'd, they, you'd pay like, I don't know, 50p. Yeah. And then you'd get to buzz around on the motorbikes. Uh, and then you, that was it. Your time was up. And I remember, because we were with my dad, and I don't think we were with my mum, my dad went, do your kids want to have a go yeah, do what you on like. these motorbikes? Yeah. Do what you like. Do what you like. <laughs> and we, we couldn't have been more than like, I don't know, eight or nine. or Like, we were, like, young. Yeah. Maybe my brother, my oldest brother was, like, ten or something. So it was, like, ten going down to five. And my dad was like, yeah, you kids go out on this motorbike. And I was like, this is the best day of my life. We're getting to sit on a motorbike. Yeah. I went on this motorbike. Wasn't dissimilar to this. <laughs> and I loved it. But I did not want to pull the brakes. So when I went round, I just went round. And in the end... I so got dangerous. So yeah, dangerous. Yeah, yeah. One so dangerous. But in the end, the bloke who was running it went, she's got to get off that because she's, <laughs> somebody's going to die. If she doesn't kill herself, she's going to kill someone else. So I got taken off early once and then I had to watch my brothers <laughs> go round. But it was literally the most fun you could ever give a kid. You're yeah. never going to get off that bike once you've got it. So you just rode it around this Welsh farm? I didn't even ride it. I wasn't big enough. No, no, it. I wasn't big enough to ride that. Like, he was like, take it and, you know, I'll grow into it. I was just like, oh, it'll be, you know. I mean, actually, then when I was 15, uh, a kid who lived in the area that we lived in, there was a field at the back and he did have a motorbike, which I did go on and came off. Oh and I cut God. my back on a barbed wire fence and I've still got oh. three marks on the back there. When I sunbathe, they don't, they stay white. Right, right. So it's probably a good thing that I wasn't oh, allowed was to take it. But you know, like in your head, you go, oh my God, I'm going to be the king of the school if I go but home with it. where would you really, I mean, we're not going to ride it around the playground. Up where and are you going to ride road. it? Yeah, I mean, see, now you've just turned into my mum. You're getting bogged down with logistics. <laughs> I'm with your mum. They are fucking lethal. Yeah, they are I am, lethal. I am now, obviously, but at the time. I'm like, <laughs> I mean, I, there's part of me that'd be like, I'd love to have a motorbike and I would love to have, a, or even just a moped, but I know. I just love speed that I would kill myself. I yeah. would be dead or, or, or a paraplegic or whatever. Friends no even really like speed. People call me driving Miss Daisy. I am <laughs> 70 miles an hour. I've been doing comedy for however long. I've done thousands and thousands of miles. I have had not one speeding ticket. Really? Never. Wow. I am... Wow, Paul, that is really impressive. Yeah, it's because yeah. your wings were clipped when you were this age and you weren't <laughs> allowed to have the, your true... Actually, I'm starting to realise that this... Do you know what? You, you, you need to thank your mum for that. Yeah, yeah. But she you could have right got a modelling contract because... Do you think so? Yeah, that's a you're very good-looking kid. Thank oh, you. you were you... so cute. I know. What happened? Booze. <laughs> Booze. <laughs> <laughs>
That's what happens. Um, That's what happens when like you're when your dreams are stunted I'm like and you're not allowed to ride your motorbike Macaulay into the Culkin. mountains. Sort of. So what happens to the bike? It just sat and rotted in a the garage. The bike just stayed in a barn in Krakow and rotted, and um, he lost his uh, yeah contracts no he lost his license to race horses over here and then moved to ireland oh okay um, where you don't need there was license a, yeah where there was a, yes i know they are a bit more lenient over there with oh, it there was they? a bit of underhand business that went on and he had to yeah so there we go i mean parenting in the 70s and 80s i mean the amount of so some, a lot of comedians have got routines out of rattling around the back of a cortina while their dad's chain smoked up yeah. the front without a seatbelt on and all that but it is so true yes there is like you, now as parents you are you know really Neurotic about your child's well, I think my mum was way- ahead of the curve of that. Oh, really? Yeah, was she a bit my mum, yeah, very. Like uh, she was a proper German. My mum just I thinks we're so picky. She's like, "What is it with you? You know, we dragged you around and we took you to things and we didn't give a shit." It's true. Yeah, but your mum didn't. Yeah. Mm. Also, there was that whole thing about being bored. It was like, "Yeah, be bored. Yeah, be bored. Are you bored? Okay, fine. Yeah. Go and be bored somewhere else because I'm busy." It's like my dad remember my mum going, mm. "Okay, let me give you all of my time." My dad would stamp about- on my foot and go, "That'll take your mind off it." <laughs> Which was pretty old school, yeah. but funny. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Free samples, free shipping, and our 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step and into your home too. Shop Blinds.com now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between, offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthierhappenstogether. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. So I started going to festivals when I was 14. Did you? Yeah, yeah. Because sort of, so I've I got a 16-year-old re- daughter and I'm sort of like, oh, she, you know, going back to this parenting thing, you're like, oh, well, they're not ready. And then you go, hang on, I was doing all that when I was yeah. there. Were you going to festivals at 14? No, that is I went is, to Reading in 1988 and I did Reading Festival with Matt Richardson. What? Um, like, did comedy there and I was having a chat to him and he goes, fucking hell, my parents hadn't met in 1988. I was like, man, I am, I am old. Did you go to those sort of things with older kids when you were 14? A little, not older, older, no, like the year above maybe, but like, yeah, I mean, Reading from Winchester is a train journey. Yeah. My mum sent me with a packed lunch and then oh. sort of... Oh, bless. I got there and, and also, took acid. Oh, um, did you? Yeah. <laughs> is there a picture of capturing some of this? or Because well, I don't no. want to stop these stories, but I don't so know. So that's me at 16. Uh, do you know what? I kind of was going to choose that one. And then I've cho- I, I think I was really unhappy there, actually. Which one? This one? This one there. So that is that is the family holiday. And this is in the same place. And you sort of like, that was the thing, looking back over pictures, you go like, God, I was actually, that was that would have been the last year of school, which had a sort of bit of a troubled last year of school. And then... Do you want to tell us about that? Uh, I mean... You know, I just didn't really enjoy it, kind of, I suppose at that time I didn't really, my friends were at other schools, I kind of had started smoking a lot of weed, bunking off. And you, you were already going to festivals and gigs. And yeah, having... and, but like actually, I think really, looking back on it, sorry to get all heavy, but like I kind of look back and I go, oh, I was actually really unhappy at that time, because then yeah. I look at the same holiday a couple of years later and I go, oh, I was actually happy. You found yourself. I'd found sort of like my mates and yeah. sort of, I don't know. It was it's just, a funny age, 16. It was, yeah. And I look at, uh, you know, I just, I, I, that holiday there, for example, to, to where get are you? all drug chatty, but like I so saw, no, we, 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 we went to, we used to drive, we used to tow my caravan down to, uh, our caravan down to uh, the south of France yeah. and stay on a camp, the same campsite every year oh, where we really? sort of got where to about? know. Um, it was just outside Cannes, actually. Right. Blimey, that is a long drive. It is. Drive. Yeah, it's a long You're drive. right to the bottom of France. Yeah. We'd stop off on the way down. We'd sort of like do a night yeah, in like... even so. Yeah. Hell. And you had mates down there, you'd sort of reunite But no, I'm talking year. about like in my life at that time, sort of. I'd, you, you, yeah, do you family know what I mean? 
No, no, sorry. I'm talking about in this picture. But yes, we did make mates on the campsite. But I'm right. talking about like That's I was not... sort of happier in that picture because like. Um, is that your mum in this one? Yeah, that's my mum in that one, yeah. And both of them. Right, right. Same mum. So we... Kept the same mum throughout. No, I mean, I'm only looking at one picture. Still got that mum, have you? Yeah, no, we, uh, soon after that, I, I was with a new, new mum. That's um, what made you unhappy. Right. You needed yeah. a new mum. Okay, so, right, in this picture, is that I'm trying to get the... So it's yeah, so that, that there, I guess I'm 15, 16. I'm either 15 or 16. You don't look happy, Paul, no. let's be honest. You yes. Look, you look really pissed off. Yeah. But by the time we get here... Yeah, so that's two years later, same holiday, same place. So I just feel like I'm not talking about at that holiday. I'm talking about in my life, I feel like I was in a happier place. So uh, what was happening? But it's just weird because it's only looking back for these photos for the purpose of this podcast. You go like, oh God, I was actually... Do you, do you know what I mean? That's what it's, I love about photos because they just give you a portal. You've got all that retrospective yeah. understanding of what, who you became and what your life was. Yeah. But the but, person in that picture doesn't have that understanding. No, exactly. What, what was happening... When you were fifteen, why why were you so unhappy? Well, at that just point like in I was life? in trouble at school. At school, you know, I was naughty. But then you sort of like go, what came first, the naughtiness or the mm. prop? Do, do you know what yeah, I mean? And yeah. actually, you know, I can remember like um, my parents got a, or the school and my parents got a child psychologist to come around and see me, and I wouldn't speak to him. Oh, I'm not fucking speaking to you. Mm. You know, I was quite angry and had also started smoking weed all the time right. when I was young, like. 15, 14, 15, you know what I mean? Because I was just like, I'm not So how did to your mum guy. cope with I it? I don't know. I've never really sort of had that conversation because... It you, must you, have been stressful. Yeah, it must have been really difficult, actually. Yeah, you yeah. know, and I got suspended from school loads and eventually was just not allowed to go in. And this in. is at the end of it, at the end of school life? This is at the end of... Uh, GCSE. GCSE. So yeah. I, d- I was allowed back to do my GCSE. He's got five E's and a U. When I went in to get my results, the night before I'd been up taking acid, like, and was sat... And the so news you were sabotaging your head off. Just, well, it was just, a, you know, it was just a not good, you know. It's, 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 it sounds like you just, you, like, completely cut, decided that you were going to, like... Smash it up. Smash everything up. Yeah. And then, did you, so once you... I mean, it's probably all stuff, to be honest, that I need to revisit at some time to figure it all out. That's what really. podcasts Do you know what I mean? Paul. That's what well, we're Well, yes, I'm not sure. No one has not therapy in, now. I'm not entirely sure that a podcast <laughs> is the place that's going to fix Come all of this. On, but do you know Paul. what I mean? It's kind of like, I think t- time and hindsight has given me a bit more of a sort of, where I'm able to look back and go like, oh, there was stuff going on here where I just thought, oh, I just thought I was a bit of a rebel. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do do you know what I mean? And like, oh, I thought I was a bit of a punk or whatever it was. And then, you know, actually, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Literally really sad. Yeah, Yeah. no, but it's interesting because living with a teenager now is sometimes their behaviour can be like a bit shitty and underneath it, you can see there's loads of vulnerability. Yes. It's vulnerability and it's just like pushing people away because you haven't got the language or the sophistication to express it. And making yourself vulnerable is hard. Really Particularly hard. at that, I mean, I don't find it easy now, but at that age, it was, really I'd hard. say, probably impossible. So there so we are. So what sort of jobs did you get when you left school in the end? So a lot of, uh, like agency work, you know, we would sort of just turn up in the morning and they'd send you off. So I worked in like uh, the mushroom farm, right. the bulb farm, which was, I mean, I can't believe this was allowed. And they fucking sacked me. How bad must I have been? <laughs> I you can't believe s- you got sacked from a mushroom farm. What were you this doing? This is the bulb farm. So you'd sit there basically on a conveyor belt. And so bulbs, as in for flat, for growing flowers, would come through. And then you'd have to sort of pick the stones out. And that was it. Eight, oh, an eight-hour shift sat looking at a conveyor belt and you'd pick the stones how, how out of the chemistry. How did you get sacked then? Lateness. Um, did you have to do that thing re- where you clocked in with like a... Yeah, all of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did that when I... Because I worked in a... I did exactly the same thing. So you turn up at the agency and they go, right, you can go Send to... Send you off in a minibus. And then I got uh, sent <clears> to this plastics factory and they were like, yeah. right, now you're working in a plastics factory. It's six weeks. And I was like, oh my God. It's six weeks oh, in a plastics shit. factory. And I remember the... <laughs> clocking in. It was... <laughs> £3.50 an hour. I mean, I don't know That's what... good. <laughs> I can remember mine being like one This is turning 50, into a Monty Python £1.50 <laughs> something. I'd have killed for three pound fifty six. Three fifty an hour. What? I know three fifty an hour. God, it was like. I might still consider that now. (laughs) It's unbelievable money. She made like twenty quid a day. It was insane. When you were doing all these jobs and you'd sort of like ballsed up summer school or whatever, what did you kind of go? Oh fuck! And or did were you like, oh, this is it now? I'm just going to stick with this. Did you no. have a plan or a no, fu- no plan? No future no planning. No plan. You know, I was kind of like, uh, uh, when I left school, I was thought I was going to go and live in a bus. 
that was that was the thing. That was the dream. That was the that was the dream. <laughs> and my dad at one point was like, "Here's the money, just go." Like they were at their wits end, sort of thing. You yeah, know, right. Was, um, which, um, yeah. So then, just did a load of jobs, and then I mean, we're sort of bypassing this photo, but like, go on, uh, no, 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 let's. let's t- so this is just. The, I mean, this is just. I, I, I like this picture because this is just. This is the fa- this is the family holiday. We've kind of already touched on it, but this is where we used to go in our caravan. So we've kind of spoken about it already, but this is that was that was where I used to stay. That's my tent there with my towel on top, barely erected, and I used to sort of <laughs> crawl back into that every night after a load of cheap uh, French, you know, the little bottles of lager. Yeah. Um, and that still was, love those and the caravan just behind there and who the went with you on the holiday so my mum my, my dad and my two sisters the next year I went on my first lads holiday where we flew from Bristol to Tenerife wow so and that was that it was, the fact you drew a line in the sand family holidays I was over. gutted to have graduated to be honest yeah, with you because I, was I like, want to go on yeah, holiday with yeah. your mum and dad did your parents go right well that's it you're not coming with us anymore not really no I think it was like the lads holiday was organised and we right, sort of so okay. we flew out and it was that classic I mean it was literally like the in between is we flew out of Bristol at like four o'clock in the morning and then because wow. that was um, the there was flight. four lads who who were on the uh, row behind us on the way out and on the way back and on the way back none of them had eyebrows because at, <laughs> at various points of the week they'd all had them shaved off by like oh my god oh my god Just, there was something about going on holiday in the 90s to places like I don't know like Mallorca Tenerife or we Tenerife yeah. or any of those places that it was just, I don't know if it still is because I haven't been on a holiday like that in decades. No, it was carnage. Absolutely, it was. Absolute I never did any of that. I did not. Carnage, like you would just see people like with our eyebrows or just at midday throwing up in a bin. Yeah, it's like God. No wonder, no wonder everyone hated us. Yes, it was. Yeah, horrible. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Abroad is not a good vibe. It's no. a terrible vibe. I mean, I don't think we were quite that bad like but you know we we, we went and got you got tanked up pissed every night yeah i sure. mean that was the whole yeah, purpose yeah, yeah, of the yeah. visit you know to go and get drunk and, and uh, pop no pop photo- girls was no that, photos that was why we were there uh not that i no, no one's taking pictures of that well this is the thing you so you know, like the photos of the family holiday i don't have i've got maybe two photos of me at glastonbury's i went to every single Same. one in the 90s and yeah. i think there are two photos of me one in 95 and one someone in like else 90, took it yeah 97 i don't have a yeah. single photograph of me at any of the festivals i went to in the 90s not one i know and i went to about i must have gone to at least eight or nine i, I know a single photograph it's sad isn't yeah. it to look back so nebworth for example you know i was at nebworth the 1996 or the, the first time right? was it 95 or 96 anyway whenever it was um and when who, the docu- who plays Nebworth that year? Are you joking? Oasis. Oasis. That was their kind of defining sort of moment. And then they put the, do- they the documentary... Oh, wait, Sorry, that? I know, yeah. Oh you fucking God. what? Fucking hell. I knew it was Oasis <laughs> and I thought, I'm just, uh, we're on a podcast. I yes, thought I'd ask a question. Then, you're right. Fucking hell. I knew it would be good to the furnish outrage. the listener with all of the just, information. Just pretend that like sometimes I'm asking a question to get an answer to feed into the fucking conversation. I thought you were saying it in a way of no one stopped banging on about it since. And you're like, who was it that played there again in the way that people might go, did the Beatles come from Liverpool? Not that, everybody you know. knows about 1996 okay, Paul apologies that <laughs> was unnecessarily don't, confrontational don't, don't, don't worry it was more Kerry sorry it was more Kerry than Total you total disgust mm. what? are you fucking joking <laughs> and so um, you've got no pictures of it I know and, and uh, the, like I went with three mates from home and I just texted them the day that the not documentary coming out saying oh did you get a photo because it was like three girls so I thought that's more likely yeah. they may have Taking some pictures. Taking some it? pictures and, and then <laughs> no. they were like, no. I was like, oh, man. I, I kind of like, I was like, oh, it'd be, it would they're be not. They're little memory prompt. Yeah. Do you know what I like to think? Particularly seeing as we right. all grew up in the great time. Yeah. You know. Every was, generation thinks yeah. that. But I know, but like, I mean, I turned 16 in 1990. I feel like that was, Same. that's yeah. a good time that's to That's a good time 19, to enter you know, adulthood. End of Acid House, Britpop, you know, I'm like, oh, I'll take that. That would yeah. be good. Yeah, it was a good decade. Moved to London also, in 1995. a mess. Yeah, <laughs> an gonna, absolute mess, I was yeah. going to say, I, I, it, it might have been blo- more blokey. It was yeah. a more of a blokey decade. I think it was a, a decade where men really had a great time and women were like, yeah, I love it. I don't mind that you've got your hair, girl power. Yeah, I, is this what feminism is? Yeah, you can touch my tits. I, I just feel like there was yeah, a lot going no, on in problematic, the 90s, but I'm talking about culturally. Yeah, the music was, you know, like, it was a good soundtrack. Like, yeah, yeah, it was a good soundtrack, soundtrack to a problematic decade. <laughs> It's 
Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. This is your typical radio ad while eating a crunch bar. This is Automatic of Auto's used cars. This weekend only, we're having a whale. Bring the kids. See for yourself. It is huge. Going to make a big splash. No other dealer can say they have a whale like this. When things sound dull, turn up the fun with Crunch. So, let's look at this photo. This is me on the graduation day of uh, drama school. Oh, you went to drama school? So I went and did a post-grad when I was 27 at East 15 drama school and that so sorry when you talk about jobs I then worked in bars and stuff and I went and just because I was like people started finishing their A-levels and going to university and I was just like oh what you know Paul did you say you were 27 yeah you look like you're 15 this is what I'm trying to tell you so when you say in that photo you're like six I'm like I could have been 13 God's green earth, you're 27. You've I got know. such a Do you know what? Face. People used to say this to me all the time. They used to go, God, you're never, you're never. And now I go, I'm 48 and go, yeah, that's about right. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, that's, I would have guessed somewhere in that area. Catch what is it they say? You get the face you deserve at 40. And I feel like, I was like, I can't believe I'm getting, you know, all this time. I can't believe all this caning I'm getting away with. And then all of a sudden it was like, <laughs> you look so cute in that. So you, thank you. you so what so made this you a really, go? Right. So I kind of um, I went. I worked in bars, and then just because everyone was going off and doing stuff, and I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I went and did, started a hospitality and catering HND in London. Basically, you need a new backdrop to get shit. Yeah. So and I was kind of been going up to London <laughs> to clubs and stuff, and I was really into sort of you know music and and so I moved to London and I didn't complete the course and um I started working in a bar called the Islington Bar on Caledonian Road while I was studying and I got on really well with the people there and then they said oh do you want we, they started it was three male models do you remember the Athena poster yeah, yeah. yeah so one of them was that guy the bloke holding the yeah, baby yeah so the bloke holding the baby oh yeah. the baby yeah no, not the baby, the guy, no, the, the body. Yeah. Yes, no, no, no I meant... No, hang on. I meant not, not the, the bloke holding the tyre. No, the bloke holding the, the baby. baby. Yeah, right. yeah. And then another guy called Jason Clark, who was like the first male. So it was these three models, and then they kind of basically started opening these bars. That was their business. Right. So my weekends at that time, I mean, I just don't know how I did it, but I was young. I was been 24, 25 at this time when Fabric opened... Well, yeah, early to mid-twenties. And so, like, we'd do the week... If I ran the weekend, I'd work Friday and Saturday night and Sunday. So I'd start the shift on, like, Friday, sort of late afternoon, and we'd go through the bar shut at two, mm. and then we'd clean up till three. Then we'd all jump into a cab and go down to a fabric where we'd stay till six, and then we'd go back to the bar, sitting there drinking, doing whatever, open the bar at midday on Saturday, and then go all the way through again till two in the morning, oh finish at three, what? get a taxi back down to Fabric, what? where we'd stay again, then come back on Sunday and go through. And I would do that like most weekends. How many class A's are you on? Yeah, <laughs> too, too many. So uh, you'd sleep Monday to Friday? Sleep Monday to Friday. Well, just, it was just easier then. Yeah, you know, yeah, you'd yeah. get in and vodka and Red Bull was, that was the drink yeah, at the yeah, time. Yeah, so everyone... you'd be just all day drinking vodka and Red Bull, which would get you through and kind of... Uh, and you must have had a lot of fun. Amazing fun. Yeah. I, I was at the opening night where like all the Arsenal team were there. Oh, wow. Like it was, you know. Just good times. Amazing. Like amazing time. And then I met a girl working at the bar from San Francisco and left there, moved over to San Francisco with her sort of for six months. And then that ended quite sort of 
dramatically and quickly. So that was a romantic... That, yes. Left my job, right. left my flat. I was living in a really cool flat in uh, Haggerston with old friends, one of whom was working at Dazed and Confused magazine. At the <laughs> oh, yeah, she was no longer with us, so I used to get to go to their parties. I went to their Christmas party... Um, which was sponsored by Nokia. Radiohead was the entertainment. Bloody hell. It was like fucking Bjork was there, This Robbie is Williams. a good trajectory. This is a long way from the bulb and mushroom factor. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. yeah this, <laughs> is, this is like, I've made it. Yes. Anyway, I then went to America. That ended badly. So what did you do in the States? Did you work out there? No, I'd saved up money. I knew right. I was kind of going, so right. I sort of saved up money to go out there and I was planning to sort of just, I was planning to move there. Mm-hmm. That, was, that was the plan. With her, to be with, with her. With her, to be with her. She lived in a cool place. It was great. You know, it was all good, but it just didn't work out. Came back. And I had then, I had no plan. So I moved back to my parents' house in Winchester into my old bedroom oh, with like the 80s no. kind of wallpaper, oh, so single bed. I'd been up in London living this like, oh. like fun life and moved back and got a job in the store cupboard at Next. Oh uh, my God. And oh, then, this is bleak. This is bleak. But so, and then this is so like, and I, my drinking has always been problematic, but like it really took off at this time. Like I was just not happy with where I was. The breakup, the job, you know, kind of. Back at your mum and dad's Back at my mum and dad's house in the bedroom. How old bedroom. are you at this point? So I would have been 25, 26. Right, shit. 25, 26. Awful. Just like, oh, mate, this is horrible. I was sort of going up to London at the weekends, but I mean, I was then coming back, just caning it, like coming back, having to get through this week at work at this job I hated and my parents out. Ugh, it was grim. So I then remembered that I had quite enjoyed drama at school. Yeah. And so I thought, Do you know what, just honestly, just to keep me out of the pub at this point, I'm like, I'm going to join the local amateur dramatic society. It's quite interesting, Paul, that you have these moments where you make some really good positive decisions in a sea of carnage. Yes, oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I haven't had a drink for like two and a half years at this point. So anyway, so I kind of went and did two productions with my local amateur dramatic society. I did mm. Bouncers, which is, you know... I know Bouncers, John Godber. John Godber. And Bartholomew Fair. Well, I don't know who that was by, but it's like a period thing. Anyway. That's an age as well as Bouncers. No, it hasn't aged as well as Bouncers. Um, and, uh, yeah, and, and and loved it. Really enjoyed it. And I was like, do you know what? Maybe I'm going to go... This is... Yeah, yeah, like try and train as an actor. Now, I was 27 and obviously the BA is three years. So I applied for a postgrad because I was like, oh, I can't afford three years at this stage. Retrospect, like in hindsight, I wish I'd done three years because I absolutely loved it. Right. And it was the first thing in my life that I actually completed. Like I did it. It just yeah. felt right. I, You know, I got the diploma at mm-hmm. the end. That had never happened to me in any sort of oh, educational form yeah fair. so this is you know your the picture here it's just a happy I look happy and kind of there sort yes. of you know it's just um, like that when was the link between acting oh hang on stand up I I don't know like that sort of thing you hear a lot of people say I didn't occur to me that you could do this as a job did a you jo- go and see stand up when you were great like, I went to maybe jonglers a couple of times when I was like you liked f- it yeah I liked it but I mean not like and then I watched the Peter K DVDs and kind but of but there was no bit of you that was like I want to do that I didn't know that. I don't know I just thought like you know when you listen to music I didn't think I didn't think that, I didn't know where those people came from Wow. I just thought, do, do, do you yeah, understand totally. what I mean? I don't know how they got to be yeah. where they are. I know you could do Same. an open spot and then you could do so a So when did that penny drop? When I did the course. I was introduced to the back pages of Time Out and the phone numbers. And, and you got straight on it? Got straight in. Did the course, did the first, did the showcase. It went well, you know. Yeah. And then I was kind of like... Well, we've already talked about the fact that you peaked very early. <laughs> <laughs> well, I started there and it's been de- a slow decline. <laughs> Um, and then, yeah, kind of did a couple of competitions, won a couple of competitions, yeah, yeah. you know, and that was sort of that sort of it just um, was working in a call centre. I was working in a call centre and trying to be an actor. Yes. And then, you know, it switched over. And as soon as I did stand up, I was like, this is what I want to do. What I want to see is the film of your life. Because some of these stories, the bit of you coming back from America and ending up back in the box room at your mum and dad's is, I want to see it cinematically. Yeah. It's just fucking hilarious. Oh, my God. It was such a hot... I mean, it was winter as well. Do you know, it was It was like... Oh, my God, you left California. It was like someone... I left California. But it it went London in the... You know, this was London... 90s London San Francisco Box Room Winchester (laughs) like it was literally like someone just turned the colour of my life off just went great yeah but these are the things that 
you know, and I, I know comedians always say this, but these are the things that kind of help you, that steer you into stand-up. Yeah. Because I don't think there's anyone doing stand-up that's gone, I've actually had a, ch- I've lived a charmed no, life. No, well, without <laughs> that, I wouldn't have done the amateur dramatics. Without amateur dramatics, I wouldn't have gone to drama school. Without drama school, it wouldn't have occurred to me to do stand-up. This, you know, the, yeah. there was a sequence of events. Well, it was funny, there. I did a podcast recently, because as I was saying, therapy, we, we, we have podcasts. Yes, and someone it. said, have I got any regrets? And I was like, I do but I wouldn't be me if I could change any I mean like there's yeah. loads of fuck ups you know but they are yeah. kind of what makes us who we are oh and god yeah and especially as comedians they do all become part of the act in the end yes they do and they're baked the, in that is the classic thing about being a comedian like if somebody says to you oh so and so this happened to me or you know I nearly got killed in a car accident it's like oh mate I'm so sorry but still yeah. your next show <laughs> yeah, that'd be absolutely yeah, yeah. I was going to say have you told that story on stage about yeah. you coming back from America no I haven't well no. you should absolutely you not. absolutely have to is that all our pictures? Uh, there, well, there was one more, but I don't no. know how we're doing for time. So I mean, it's just, I mean, it's just, it's just, it's just do you know what? Yes. Yeah, so basically, that is just a, uh, um, and I just sort of picked this because Glastonbury was such a huge part of my. Um, so you went every year. For I went that? every year in the nineties. Then I had a bit of a break. I went in two thousand and four, and then I didn't go again until two thousand and nineteen. So the oh, last wow. one that happened just Big before the that, pandemic. We have the same because same. You for went. Me, I didn't. I had twelve years off, and then I went with you last year, didn't I? Yeah. The last summer, and I was like, oh, I haven't been since for twelve years. Yeah. A massive gap, and it's, didn't think I, I was a bit like, oh, am I going to enjoy it now? I'm older. I loved, loved it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was actually one of my favorites. And it's the same, but different. It's yeah. like oh, it's, well, you, the, the layouts. You're older. Yeah, you're older, but I mean, also kind of like. People go, has it changed? You go like, everything's still in the same place. Yeah. Like Las Vegas, where we used to go, that's not there anymore. But like, you know, the, the it's still the same place. Yes. It's, you know, obviously it's a lot more kind of glitzy now and you've got the different, you know. Yeah. But of course um, it wasn't on keep, telly when we first It wasn't on telly, going. you know, and they then. they keep and, changing the stage names, don't they? Yes, and it's bigger. And obviously, you know, I went to the last one. So 2000, I think it was, was the last one before. They were like, right, you need to have a big fence or this can't carry on anymore. Yeah. Where like half a million people turned yeah. up. Yeah. Gangs of scallies walking around with hammers and it was edgy. Did you always used to sort of just bowl in with the scallies? We never paid. Yeah, yeah never like, paid. No, um, just get towards the gate and then they'd be like, oh, right, I think it was harder to, get it was harder to <laughs> give someone a ticket than it was to get in without without <laughs> yeah. one. It genuinely felt like that through the 90s. Yeah, you know, yeah. Tunnels under, fences down, people yeah, just walking yeah. in. It was like, you know, they didn't charge on Sunday for a start. That was kind of known that for you go on yeah, Sunday. But anyway, you know. And yeah, so in great this picture, times. you're with your daughter. So that last year was the first time. So I went, I took my daughter now. Yeah, I mean... I mean, can I just say, firstly, this slightly blew my mind. Yeah. Because this I know is... a lot of people were like, what were you thinking? Well, no, firstly, what were you thinking? But secondly... I hadn't seen you for ages. We, Kerry yeah. and I hadn't seen you for ages. So we're barrelling along. I think we're going to go and go see, see Paul McCartney. McCartney. Yes, that was it. Yeah, yeah. So we're off to go and see McCartney. This one with um, uh, Jess, um, uh, your my brother... brother. Uh, Kerry's brother, my, my partner Chloe and me, we're w- walking around and then we spot you. We're like, oh, this, but you've got your back to us. And I'm like, oh, I'm a Capri. And then you turn around and then you've got a daughter. And I was like, you've had a brother. <laughs> Fuck, there, has yeah. happened that I missed out that you had a kid. Well, a pandemic, I think, is obviously, you know, it happened it in mad. that time. Yeah, yeah. And I was so happy for you because oh, I know. You. It's been a long journey. Because yeah, it, yeah. it's been a long journey for yeah. you and your partner. And to see oh, you both, so you look so you. happy and your Thank daughter's you. so yeah. gorgeous. Oh amazing and it but was so nice to take late, her you look yeah. so happy no. and in this photograph you look very happy and it was a very different Glastonbury to kind of hey. you know I think that was one of the first things we were like oh Paul that's so amazing <laughs> and then we were like what the fuck are you doing at Glastonbury <laughs> yeah. with a baby so we sort of stayed off site did you yeah, obviously like I'm you know sober now so I was able to drive in I took them home one night and then I came back down to watch the Jesus and Mary Chain Primal Scream oh Sinetti. brilliant literally oh, my it was God. like someone had curated uh, a night for me so oh, I'll tell you what wow. Paul why don't you come back on Friday Friday and we'll lay this on for you. Um, it was hard work. Were you I'm with a group like. of mates or just you and your partner? So we met mates there, right. but like we were on our own in a shepherd's hut just out in Shepton Mallet, which oh, was amazing. Wow. Yeah, so, so easy enough to get on and offside. Oh, like ten minute drive down the road, right. and then you're able to shower every morning and yeah, kind of yeah. you know it was cheating, but like no, um, it's fine. You had a baby. Yeah, and she <laughs> loved fine. it, and I'm kind of like oh, when I you know where I live, there's a lot of people whose parents were hippies and they mm. took them there when they were kids and mm. like, oh, I wish my parents had taken me to Glastonbury well you were going to Cannes having lovely holidays we were, we were, we were going to Cannes I mean Cannes <laughs> does not sort of <laughs> what it sounds like compared to we were towing uh, a like 1972 caravan <laughs> to Cannes <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well it does sound it was amazing yeah. yeah I wouldn't change that for the world 
Paul, thank you for... Thanks for having me. I've loved this. Yeah, before you go, mm. can we ask This is going to be really hard for you. Okay. You're going to struggle with this, but I know it's going to be Oasis. Um, <laughs> can you think of a track that when, whenever you hear that song, it just takes you back to a time that maybe you think fondly of, or maybe that is like has got... I don't know, it's got an unusual story attached to it or whatever. But I mean, usually something I think that... it is loaded by Primal Scream. I don't know what it is about that song. <laughs> it's every time I hear it, it's like I'm hearing it for the first time. Andrew Wetherill, who produced it, I don't know if you know the history of the song, but it was another song called I'm Losing More Than I'll Ever Have, which he then remixed, which then became loaded. Andrew Wetherill, uh, he died um, just before... 2020 and mm-hmm. I was obsessed with this guy like mm. I went to see him he had, used to have a festival in France in Carcassonne where I would go over there and right. kind of like you know he kind of the reason I moved to London because really? he used to have nights in London that I would go to regularly and all this sort of stuff so there's that and also it's just like it just never gets old no, every time song. I hear it it's just like thank you so thanks much thanks so much oh, absolute, absolute pleasure having you That was fantastic. I love Paul. He's hilarious. If you get a chance to see him do stand-up, I highly recommend it. Absolutely. He is a fantastic comedian. Um, anyway, You've that's... You've got a busy week, haven't you? You've got a busy week. You've got to go. I've got to go because I'm going to the Montreal Just for Laughs Comedy Festival. Kerry this is so exciting. I, I'm so excited for you. You're going to have a great time. I, I am excited. I am excited. And it's it just feels a little bit unreal that I'm going. But um, I'm really, I'm really looking forward to it. So, uh, how many shows are you doing while you're out there? I think I'm doing Tuesday. I'm, I'm part of the British show, and I'm hosting that, so that'll be fun. Oh wow! Tuesday to Saturday, and then I'm doing the Just for Laughs gala. Uh, and this will be on the telly box, yes. In Canada, yes. This will be on the telly box in Canada. We'll be able to see it on your socials. We'll be able to see I it somehow. Don't I don't know. But I'm on okay. I'm very excited because I'm on the Leslie Jones gala and I really like her a lot. I'm oh, a big wow. fan. So I was that was the gala I, I was like, you Oh I want, I want that one. And I, got I want on it. it. I want it. Let's manifest Manifest <laughs> Um, and I think that is what it's not. Um, yeah, you've got to do it, aggressive manifestation. It's got to be aggressive, otherwise it doesn't work. So for no. anyone listening to that, if there's something that you really want from your life, really give it that much aggression as you're manifesting. <laughs> well, it works. It works for you. I, I hope you have a wonderful time. Thank you. I'll let you know all about it, and I probably will moan about something because that's my want. I haven't had a drink since Glastonbury, and I'm not. I don't think I'm ever going back. You've literally said that to me about I don't know twenty times over the years. Like I'm never going mm. back, and then the next time I see you, we're halfway down a bottle mm. of Pinot Gris. Mm. Fair. Yeah. Okay. Good chat. <laughs> 